Why is it that we so easily allow others to determine our self-worth? That isn't right. I want to share with you one day in particular when a perfect stranger brought me to my knees in tears with so much shame and what I did after that. Hello everyone and welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets where I share my most intimate secrets on how you can grow and thrive in your marriage while separated due to deployments. My name is Liz Hauser, and I know marriage life in the military certainly has its ups and its downs, but deployment doesn't have to be all tears and drama. Join me today as I share with you a different way to create a marriage that is fully committed, intentionally loving, and creatively connected even while you're separated. Hello, hello. Welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets. This is Liz coming at you today. And I wanted to share with you um, a story about um, how a perfect stranger um, entered into my life and caused some havoc into my heart. So it was actually the day of my son's birthday. Um, He had just turned 12 and I was doing it alone because my husband is deployed right now. And for some reason, even as much as you prepare to do it alone and you think I'm okay doing it alone, it still kind of sits heavy on your heart when you're doing those things without your husband, those special days, those special occasions. Um, as I mentioned in previous uh, podcasts, we um, we actually had celebrated my son's birthday the month that my husband left so that he could be a part of it. And so now here we are kind of doing celebration number two. And so we went and picked up his cake at Costco, a ginormous cake, way more than what we needed to eat. And then afterwards, we drove over to the dollar store to pick up balloons. And I had been just... Um, throughout the morning, I was feeling just kind of a little out of it, like, you know, just tired and groggy and having a hard time shaking it. And I could just feel that coming on, but I just kept pushing forward, trying to get my, my brain to focus and, and be there with my son. And when we came out of the store with the balloons, um, <laughs> um, my, my youngest son had my keys. And he unlocked the door, and my oldest son got in the door and then proceeded to lock the door so that none of us could get in. And I don't know what it is, but I hate it when they lock the doors on me, whether it's in the car, whether it's at home and you can't get in, like you're expecting to open the door and get in, and you can't. And so he unlocked it as I'm trying to get in, and then he immediately locked it again. Well, I lost it, like... Um, in a blaze of glory, I just got really upset and I said, unlock the door now. He unlocked it. I opened the door and in a very mean and gruff voice, a monster just came out of me and I said, do not ever do that again. And it was like, I don't even know where that person came from. I honestly think that that was probably hormones at the time because it was just that time of month. And unbeknownst to me, right next to us, just behind me, was a gentleman sitting in his car on his phone with his window down. And he heard everything that happened. Everything. And when he heard me growl at my son, he said, excuse me? And he looked at me 
with such judgment and with so much hate in his eyes that it just it immediately made me realize what I'd done. I felt immediate embarrassment. I felt shame. I was so upset at myself that I had allowed myself to be so ugly in that moment and that somebody saw me in public do it. Like, you know, it happens at home and I don't, I don't, I'm mad at myself when it happens at home, but then to have somebody see my huge fault was so embarrassing. I didn't give him another look, but I hopped in the car, took a deep breath, and I said, I am so sorry, Kai. I should not have talked to you that way. Please don't ever lock the doors like that again. And I just took a deep breath, and I tried to tell myself, the gentleman next to me does not matter. He's not a part of our family. He's not a part of this situation. But I could literally feel his eyes staring at me in such anger the entire time that I was sitting in the car. I knew he was staring at me. And because I am, I'm, a per, I'm a people pleaser and I like to be kind to people and I don't want people to think badly of me, I rolled my window down and he was still just staring at me with like, like laser eyes staring at me. And I said, sir, I apologize. I've apologized to my son. I I'm very tired today. And he goes, well, thank you. And then he proceeded to talk on the phone in a very ugly tone to his friend about what I'd just done. And I rolled the window up. I put the car in reverse and I drove over to a different part of the parking lot where there was nobody else around. And I just sat there and I, it was all I could do to not just burst into tears. I was so full of shame and embarrassment in that moment. I was trying to make such a special day for my son all by ourselves. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have just totally screwed up the whole day. And if my husband saw how I acted, he'd be so upset. And I was just absolutely embarrassed. And I had to gather up my myself and apologize over and over again to both the boys because you know Shay was a part of it as well and we um we had another errand to do I'd promised the boys that we would go to a, a certain toy store for them and let them pick out something and I realized in that moment I was like I think I am I think I'm hormonal because I could just feel things coming on and so I knew in that moment that it was hormones that had taken over without me realizing it and when I came home, as I stepped up to the door, um, I'm thinking, okay, I need to tell my husband how I acted because I just need to be honest with him. This was really hard. And as I stepped up to the door, there was two box, a box of, a really long box that said it was for me. And I went inside and I opened it up and it was a bunch of beautiful roses from Kale. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's when I started crying. How did he know that I would need something like this just today of all days? Um, he, It's very rare to get, to get roses, which is totally fine. So when he does it, he does it just kind of like a just because. And it was just the perfect thing that I needed. And I just felt so humbled and so overjoyed um, that he took the time to do that and just knew just when I would need him. And when I called him um, that afternoon, I expressed to him what had happened. 
And I was just like in absolute tears explaining it to him of just how amazing it is that one person, one stranger was able to make me feel like two inches tall in such shame. And my husband said something very poignant. He said, you cannot allow others to determine your self-worth. You can't do that, especially a perfect stranger. And how often do we do that as moms in particular when somebody's judging us in the grocery store because we can't get our kids to settle down and they don't matter in the midst of it. He, that man did not matter. He was not a part of our life. He was not a part of our situation. He did not know me. He did not know us. He didn't know that we were trying to celebrate a birthday without my husband being there. He didn't know that I was hormonal. He did not matter. And and it made me realize that I can't let what other people think of me or how they look at me or what they say to me determine my self-worth. My self-worth is in Christ alone. And I have to remind myself of that daily, daily, because otherwise I falter and I cave into what other people are thinking or saying. And it was so interesting that the very next day we listened to Life Church online and the sermon was um, about forgiving yourself. And he talked about the difference between guilt and shame. Shame is what the world puts on you. And shame is the devil's playground to use to shame you, to drive you away from God. Whereas guilt is what God uses to pull you closer to him. Guilt is is convicting you of a sin that you did so that you are drawn back to God and restored to him. Shame determines your worth by what you did. And guilt does not label you by what you did but tells you who you are in Christ. And so that was really, um, really mind-changing for me. So I just want to encourage you today, if, if you have been allowing others in your life, maybe it's family, maybe it's friends, maybe it's people that don't know you, people at church or a perfect stranger in the grocery store who have judged you without reason, they are not who you need to please. They don't determine your self-worth. God does. And I can tell you 100% that God loves you just the way you are. He loves you right where you're at. Now, sometimes there are always things that we can change and do better at, but God will love you through those. So allow His, allow Him to draw you to His arms, to His heart, to know and become the person that you need to be today. I hope this was encouraging and helpful to you as it was to me. Um, Don't let others determine your self-worth. Don't let them judge you and be able to move on and be confident in who God made you to be. You are strong and you are courageous. What you are doing right now in this military life, and particularly if your husband is gone, is beyond amazing and it is much greater and bolder than any other person in this world is doing right now because you are doing it right now and you are doing an amazing and wonderful job. Have a beautiful day, ladies. We will connect with you tomorrow.
Thank you for joining me today. If you don't want to miss another episode, please subscribe to my podcast. If you're looking for encouragement through this deployed life, whether pre-deployment, during deployment, or post-deployment, I've got group coaching for you. Hop on to deploymentbeautiful.com and find out more about my group coaching. Also, you can go to my Facebook group, Deployed Life, Strong and Courageous Military Wives. Look forward to connecting with you in those ways. Have a beautiful day.